Welcome to the Open Book Podcast. What you're about to hear is a recording of a live event that took place at the September 2023 edition of the Open Book Festival. In this event, called Heritage Politics, Tessa Dooms, Nadia Kamis, and Patrick Tariq Mellet speak to Lester Kivit about grappling with the past to imagine a future. Here's their conversation. Good morning, everyone. My name is Lester Kivett, and thank you so much for um, battling the rain and the weather, and I hope we'll have some warm and cozy conversation here uh, this morning at the Open Book Festival. Again, my name is Lester Kivett. It's a pleasure to be with you uh, this morning. Today, we are talking about and having the conversation and the dialogue between myself and our panelists, and of course, between you, our audience, and us here on stage. The conversation of heritage politics, the politics of memory, the, the politics of, of revivalism, the, the party politics of also who gets to represent who. We are between eight to 11 months away from a next general election, and we're in that five-year cycle where people are putting up their hands and saying, I'm going to represent those people because I identify with them and I feel that that particular group doesn't get the necessary representation, so I am going to make a, a stand or a play or a campaign to represent those particular people. We saw in our last local government elections in 2021. Um, our outcome of that election showed a moving away of big church politics and political parties getting the support based on very narrow cultural language, even race classification type of voters. I think it's a very important conversation of how and what we see ourselves as a country, but also as a voting public come 2024. Joining me to have and unpack this conversation, and I'll start with my immediate left, it's uh, Nadia Kamis, who's the author of Off Center, uh, Off Center and Out of Focus, Growing Up Colored in South Africa. We have Tessa Dooms, who along with uh, Lindsay Ebony Chattel, uh, wrote the book Colored, How Classification Became Culture, and of course, Patrick Tariq Mele, the author of uh, two books, three books. There's one downstairs on the, on the life of Reg September, but in discussion is his two books, uh, The Lie of 1652, as well as uh, uh, Cleaner's Boy, a, a Resistance Road to a Liberated Life. There is a clear thread in the conversation that we are having to the, today, and that is regarding what we consider colored identity, colored culture, fairly nebulous, but also very direct and pointed at a group of people that according to still laws that designate make up between eight and 10% of South Africa's population and a very large part of the population of Cape Town and the Western Cape. So my panelists, I really appreciate, and of course we'll have the time for conversation uh, towards the end of the show, but simply because it is um, the book that I engaged with 
uh, at the very latest release, just uh, published two weeks ago, is uh, Colored, How Classification Became Culture. Tessa Dooms, thank you so much. Let's talk, uh, talk about my opening salvo. Why is it that miraculously, a year before a local government elections and national elections, the conversation of who gets to represent so-called colored people comes up periodically from 1994 to 2024. What we've seen in the last 10 years is the growth of, of parties claiming to represent colored people. Why is it that every election we have this conversation, oh, the colored vote? Yeah, um, I think it's because when it comes to the, the political um, organizing of colored communities, there hasn't, I think, at any point been a real clear um, reason to mobilize that has been sustained. So the, the mobilization is very much, um, you know, what's happening in the moment, or it's very much um, a response to what's happening in the political system. But the organizing hasn't had a kind of sustainability to it where people are organizing not just on the basis of, you know, sharing um, this, you know, this marker and this label of, of coloredness, but sharing, or sharing a political mandate of what needs to happen. And so when you have a politics that is void of what must be done, it, it will continue to be this loop. The other part of it is, I think, the conversation about who colored people are that conversation has ebbed and flowed as well. And so I think we've seen over the last two to three decades that different groupings at different times have you know, been at the forefront of saying, okay, we either don't want the, the, the label at all, let's reject, or we want to reclaim the label, or we want to talk um, about um, this in different terms. But again, those groupings have not had a unifying effect across you know, colored groupings. And so um, when people feel like that, that project hasn't gone anywhere, that their view hasn't won, then they retreat. And I don't think that that is necessary. I think part of what we're trying to do in the book is um, remind everybody that there isn't a singular coloredness. And that when you try to organize around a singular coloredness, you're always going to fail because it's a, it's a, it's a fragmented identity. And by, by virtue of that, it's going to always be hard to go be a, or to organize just around the label colored um, if you don't recognize the complexity and um, you know, just how different people are who come under that label or who, who are grappling with that label. Mm. What is that label, uh, Nadia? Your, 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 your subtitle is Growing Up Colored in South Africa and what uh, Tessa and Lindsay would say and what my wife would say is uh, who grew up in, in the Northern Cape, the, the, uh, the growing up colored is equally similar but also very different. So how would you say what is growing up colored in South Africa? So I wrote colored, well, throughout my 80,000 word thesis and the book with inverted commas, because it was a, a label that I reject um, as an apartheid construct. Um, I think that, well, I'm glad to hear you say there isn't a singular colored experience. I mean, colored people who grew up in the Cape, even within the Cape, colored people in the northern suburbs, in the southern suburbs, colored people in, um, in KZN or in, um, you know, they, they share certain characteristics yet, yes, 
but they also all have very different um, experiences. Um, and so I really grappled with it while I was writing because I was interviewing people and different people from, from different places in the country and, um, and, and at the same time that I was rejecting this label, there were also stories that resonated with me so strongly that they could have been my own stories. Um, but I, I, th I believe that these are stories of, of a group of humans, human beings who were forced into um, a situation and who learned to survive. And yes, um, with all the different ethnic um, backgrounds that people came from, that there was this melting pot and that, um, and that, that it's, it's not a, well, yeah, I mean, it's not a racial category, first of all, and that is what I reject very strongly. Um, but also, yeah, we, we need to have this conversation, and, and, and it mustn't be a political conversation. I mean, it, it must happen, yeah, amongst us, to, so that we can flesh it out and, and learn what, uh, what it actually means. I'll, I'll read from the introduction of the Population Registration Act number 30 of 1950. A white person is one who in appearance is or who is generally accepted as a white person but does not include a person who, although in appearance is obviously a white person, is generally accepted as a colored person. A native is a person who is in fact or is generally accepted as a member of any Aboriginal race or tribe in South Africa, a colored person is a person who is not white, who is not a native. That is absolutely balmy. That is mad. That is so Kafkaesque, uh, Patrick, that you have written quite extensively, particularly of where the first reference of the term colored comes into our, our picture in politics. It's the census of 19... Uh, 1911, but your research and your work that you've done in lie of 1652 and your other other work, what does it tell us about this compartmentalization of a group of people who, according to the Population Registration Act of 1950, a colored person is a person who is not a white person who is not a native? Well, as you, you mentioned, the uh, 